It's your boy Tommy Vio Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And we are bringing Jada Waiter. Jada Waiter, come on down. But not just Jada Waiter, though. Because I need you guys to realize that before I even get into what I'm about to do, not even, I, look, I didn't say what I'm about to say. I said what I'm about to do, because I'm about to do something. Okay? Before I get into what I'm about to do, I need you to understand that this is not just Jada Waiter. And the biggest problem, I think, in my personal opinion, and one of the biggest problems in the black community when it comes down to conversations about the quote unquote black community is the fact that when we talk about black women, people who happen to be black women, and we see a reoccurring, consistent rate of them doing something, we still, even after seeing 50 of them do it, we just keep talking about the individual. We'll be like, oh, well, Asian Doll said this, or uh, Amanda Seals said that. No, we need to start to kind of lump it all up. Because we didn't mind when we lumped it up when it was white women calling the police on black men and we just named every single white woman these days with a complaint, a Karen. It don't even matter if her complaint is actually legit. <laughs> you know what I mean? She could actually have a legitimate complaint. White women are no longer allowed to complain about anything without the fear of being labeled a Karen. Right. We know this. We know that when black men are shooting up the neighborhoods, nobody says Devontae and Trayvon stop. No, they say you little black boys need to stop killing each other. It's not a message of hate. We accept it because we know that it is true. We do need to stop killing each other. You've never heard a black stop generalizing us. We all don't kill each other. No, the blood, the brothers who sit back and see this is a problem with black women. The brothers, before before I even get into the Jada Wade thing, the brothers who sit back and know they went to school, know they would never pick up a gun and shoot nobody or nothing like that. When they hear black men or black women saying, black men, stop killing each other. Black men, you got to do better. Black men, what's, what's going on? Why is the black man out killing himself? Blah, blah, blah. When we hear anything like it, whether it's a from a negative stance or a positive stance, one thing you've never heard a black man do is go tell a black woman, your daddy black. Oh, if you gay, just say that. Oh, what black man hurt you? Stop generalizing us. We just be like, yeah, yeah, we got to get these brothers out of the school and we got to get, we talk about it. We don't try to like kill the messenger. We, we, we actually, we know it's a problem, but no matter what you say in reference to black women and see when I hear the word black, the word black women has become such a triggering term for black women, but what else am I supposed to call you? I mean, if we were talking about Latina, if I kept saying Spanish women, Spanish women always feisty and always have an attitude and we call it feisty, but it's not feistiness. They just have bad attitudes, right? Nobody says anything, right? Even though not every Spanish woman has a bad attitude, right? But we know more than enough of them have shown over time that they can get a little, as we call it, feisty and spicy, right? To For us to say Spanish women can go off on people, right? Nobody has a problem. Nobody has a problem. We say black men need to stop killing each other. Black men need to stop. Uh, black men. If if, 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 if if black men right now say black men have low standards, nobody argue it. We know it's true. Black men are the only men out here that seem that they'll sleep with anybody. Right. Um, and matter of fact, that brings me to let's come back to Jada Waiter. Jada Waiter is a black girl who is famous because of someone that slept with her. Don't know why he slept with her. Don't care, right? But that's why she's famous. I mean, like, like let's let's call a spade a spade. Like that's what it is. And see, some people get offended by it. Say, well, she got a she got this business. She got that business. Okay, cool. That's not why she got famous, though. <laughs> we know her because she slept with somebody. It's as simple as that. Okay. Some of y'all know me because I talk into my phone and you press it on Spotify or wherever you are listening. Okay. Y'all get offended too much about things that just are what they are. If you don't like them, then don't do them. It's really that simple, okay? So, what I'm about to play is a clip, and I want you to listen to it. Why do we gotta have to have Jada, though? What do we gotta have? I feel like, to be my you gotta be, like, you gotta be hood. I only with niggas. I don't want nothing that's not hood. You gotta carry a gun. If you don't carry a gun, I don't want you in my space. Jada, like he couldn't be like a soccer player, like a like a million billion dollar soccer player. Like he gotta have that like gangster greasy to him. Or but you are like a suburban girl. Like you're. A I know. I'm a. I literally am a suburban girl. Like I'm a 
suburban girl, like private school, Catholic school, but I always was attracted to those. So you just like a thug thing? Yeah. Okay, like what do you gotta look like? Do you want him to have like a nice physique? Like, or he I like, I like my nigga ugly. Just kid. a gun, that's all that he needs. Stuff. Like, you course. should want a man to be from the trenches. Yeah, and have a little bit of street in them because that takes you far. Like, seriously. You gotta have to have That takes. Let me tell you, let me just say, I'm going to just say this because I've been holding back on saying it for a long time. And I'm going to just say, black men, black women don't love you. <laughs> That's not love. That sounds like just some type of weird obsession with the image to the point where if anybody could fit that image, she's, I mean, this, this girl, Jada the way, is not an ugly girl, right? In her most natural state, she's not an ugly woman. She's not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that she's ugly. She's not the, she's not someone that I personally feel like any man should work hard enough to get to in life where you can basically, I hate to use this term before lack of better terms, afford any realm of women. And that's the one that you go for. Okay. Because she's a type that will always run back to a certain image. Right. She might one day grow out of this, but she'll always cheat on the so-called, as the gay guy said, soccer player with some dude in the streets. I want you to also hear something else. And I don't want to talk too much about this, but I want to. So that's why I want to say it now. I don't know if you heard it because he kind of ran past it. But the guy who's interviewing her asked her what he have to look like. And she 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 told him she has to he has to be ugly cute. Now, <laughs> let's pause for a second. Jada Wade, in case you didn't know, is the baby mama of little baby we all know little baby no homo i mean they say money money make you handsome but he ain't the most pretty boy looking boy we'll just say that <laughs> he ain't the most pretty boy looking boy right why do you, and i've talked about this before and i don't want to go too deep into this but why do you think Think deeply about this now, y'all. Think about women who are literally obsessed with their looks, right? They're obsessed with looks in general, right? They're obsessed with the looks of their cars, right? They're obsessed with the looks of their homes. They like to decorate. They like looks, right? Women are very visual. Think about even going back to the Bible. Ooh, hallelujah. In the Garden of Eden, when Eve was in the garden and the devil came to her and was trying to tempt her, what did it say? She looked and she saw, she saw. Right. So she's looking with her eyes. That's how you get women. You get them with their eyes. You mesmerize their eyes. You woo them through their eyes, through their eyes is the windows to their soul. Right. So that's what they like. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. I think people say men are shallow and men are all about looks. I think that's us only with women. Women are about looks in everything, 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 everything. Right. That's why they have so much more accessories. You go to stores that sell both male clothes and female clothes. The female section is bigger because they have more articles of clothing. We have pants, jeans, hoodies, sweaters. You know, they have all of that plus uh, dresses, skirts. They have more types of clothes too, right? So they have, they're all about a look. Why would a woman want to be with a man? And the most attractive thing to you is the fact that he carries a gun and comes from a certain lifestyle that is a negative lifestyle, by the way, not like he comes from a good, positive lifestyle, but a destructive lifestyle, a destructive lifestyle. So destructive that through this lifestyle, not only is the men getting killed and going to jail, but Jada waited. So are you. So are your son. She is a mother. This is a mother of a young black boy. And she's going on the Internet. And she's telling the internet, and that's the real, one of the biggest themes of this episode today is black women need to get off the internet. She's going to the internet and telling the world on camera that that's what she's attracted to. A suburban black girl who, as she said, grew up in private school in the Catholic school. See, I grew up in the suburbs with a lot of black girls just like Jada Waiter. And that's how they are. So I know some Jada Waiters. They just had the only difference. Is, the only difference some of the girls I grew up with, I ain't gonna lie, some of y'all probably even heard of them because they're out doing other things, right? But the only difference between some of the girls I grew up with and Jada Waiter is those girls haven't found their rapper to get them pregnant yet. That's it. I mean, same, same style, same, they probably getting the same amount of money or close to it, all of that, right? Probably not getting the same amount of money, but they're getting money in their own realm. So, I know a lot of them, 
those types. I didn't know Jada Wade wasn't from the hood. I thought her and Lil Baby met when they were both broke, but or at least in the hood or whatever. I don't, I don't think he was broke. I heard he used to make a lot of money and down there. But the point of what I'm trying to say is that Jada Wade runs to the internet with a black boy. This is why it's so detrimental and imperative that when I told black men to please just at least try to seek other options. A lot of people, including myself, believe it or not, beat me up about it, including myself. And, and, and what they don't realize is that this is why. It's not about hating black women or not being attracted to them physically or spiritually. It's just simply at this point, at the bare minimum, putting our seed in one of them, especially these kind, is dangerous. It's dangerous in ways that we haven't even began to unfold yet. You have to think about the mentality that is pushed into a little boy. His father is a gangster rapper, Lil Baby. Well, I don't know if Lil Baby would be considered a gangster rapper, but he's definitely like a trap rapper. He's a street dude, right? He's a hood dude. His mama is... uh, is, To me, she's an IG baddie, right? She's one of those IG baddies all into herself. I've already told you guys, I think I did an episode about her before when she was on the camera twerking in front of her son and she got her, she got her, she did a video where she literally asked her son what she does for a living because I guess she strips or whatever like that sometimes too. And he's like, yeah, you go up there and you strip. It, I mean, this, this little boy is in danger. And the fact that the black community does not see it because it's a black woman, because if you had a white mom, if Kim Kardashian was to be like, North, come here. No, how did I get famous? Oh, mom, you were sucking dick on camera. The whole society would see it for what it is. They'd be like, yo, this lady's crazy. And then Kim Kardashian, the next day, was to twerk on, what's the name of the little boy that they got? What's uh, Kanye's son name? I don't know. Whatever his son, I think he got a son named Psalm or Noah, right? If, 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 if Kim Kardashian start twerking on Noah, right they would see it for what it is this would be headlining news but see the black community is said oh leave her alone and they make all these different excuses that they would not make for any other woman that portrays his behavior now what does this tell the little boy if one day he grow up he's trying to figure out life he grew up rich he probably grew up secluded he don't he gonna grow up confused you know how he's gonna come out i predict if Nothing changes. He's gonna come out like Ti son. You see how you see how the little light skinned boy running around now, right? He all over the place because what happens? And I'm from, being from Atlanta, like I know these things to be true. What happens when you grow up like the way little baby son is gonna grow up, right? Which we had kids like that around us. We remember Atlanta's had rappers all. I used to, we used to go with kids. Uh, some of the kids from Outcast. Eastside, little John and Eastside boys. Some of these basketball players, uh, kids. I used to go to school with football player kids. Come on, mom, she worked at a school like that. So, and then my auntie used to, to teach Andre 3000 kids. I think it was Andre or big boy kid. Like all of these people, right? And, and I'm not saying their kids are like that. I'm just simply saying they grow up rich. Yeah, they 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 drive in a and or they're getting rolled around in a Benz or a Porsche, but their family is still hood. So they still have that kind of hood mentality in them, even though they are not hood. You see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? Every Saturday, they, they down in the hood. Yeah, they pulled up to the hood in a Bentley truck, but they're still in the hood. When they go to family events, they're in the hood. All their cousins, uncles, aunties is hood. So they grow up. Yes, they, in Atlanta, we have a lot of black people who grew up in decent households. Their parents were not poor. And this is not a new thing either. This is something that's been going on since I was a kid, right? But their family is still involved in certain things and certain mentalities. So you, when you meet these, these guys and these girls, you would almost think that they grew up right on Bankhead like everybody else. But they didn't. They grew up in Stone Mountain. They grew up in Lithonia. They grew up in Marietta. They grew up in Kennesaw. They grew up in somewhere in Gwinnett County, like where the Migos is from, or uh, maybe like somewhere way, way, way south where it, you know, like it's like Morrow, like Jonesboro or something like that. They're not really from the inner city, but that's where they be at. So they have those mentalities. If you're from Atlanta, you know exactly anywhere in Atlanta. I'm talking about anywhere, even outside of Atlanta. If you're from Conyers, Kennesaw, uh, uh, what do you call it? Alpharetta, Snellville, you know what I'm referring to. And maybe if you're not even from Atlanta, wherever you are, you probably have kids that are similar, right? So he might get confused, right? And he might not know which type of person to be. 
that's how I was when I was younger. I was like, dang, I can, I really got it like this. I can really be this type of person. I just chose to go into some wannabe thug phase that I went through for like dang near 10 years, right? So like, and it led me to all kind of troubles and, and it put my family in a lot of trouble that they didn't understand because they're like, well, why did you choose that side when you had also this side you could choose from? Little baby, uh, uh, needs to get full custody of this kid and put him somewhere with his grandma or something because when that little boy grow up and he sees all these videos right what does that tell him man if i want a woman like my mom which that's the new cool woman to have right the long hair the nails the i'm free i can twerk i can do whatever right if i want a woman like you know that's what you know boys like their mom she's not a crackhead she probably don't beat on them she probably don't molest them so why would he hate his own mom i mean we look at her funny but he don't and we can't make him look at her funny right he not gonna ever look at her funny because that's his mama right and she tells him that's what she's talking to and that's what black women have to realize you, you, you want attention so bad, you don't realize sometimes who you put a detriment to get this attention, right? Because this is a double-headed episode, so we're going to talk about two people here. We're going to get into this Tommy Lee girl in a minute. I might do a separate episode for Tommy Lee, so you might, if you, I don't know, I'm recording this freestyle, you know how I do my episodes, but if if, if it's not a part of this episode, please go straight to the next one, because the next episode is going to basically be a part two of this one. I don't know if I'm going to do all of it in one or what. Right, because there's a lot to unpack here with this whole Jada Waiter thing, right? And not just Jada Waiter, but black women in general. Because I see this on smaller levels, bigger levels, her level, whatever. We see this all over the place. Black women have become very influential and they've used their influence to just go out there and just say the darndest, most shameless most destructive things about themselves and about other people as well and we just sit back and we cheer it on we might make our comments but we never address it generally and for anybody who thinks well why would you address a problem generally you know the reason why white people don't walk around calling you colored and negro and boy and nigger and put signs on their walls and stuff like that because at that time when they were doing those things People address them generally. Was every single white person in America racist back in the 60s and 70s and 50s and all of those years like that? Those those um, those last years of like when Martin Luther King and them was running around? No, they weren't. Actually, they were not. That is a fact. But they had to be generalized and told, you can't say the N-word no more. We'll punch you in your face. Like, and that's why white people don't walk around screaming out these words anymore. Because they were generalized. That's how you get rid of something. You can't just keep doing the, the individual. In certain situations, you can just keep keeping. And you wonder why you have to keep doing it. Because you didn't address the whole group of them. You see what I'm saying? What does that tell that little boy? So then the little boy go off and he get a pistol, right? For what reason? I don't know, maybe he just convinced himself I'm little baby son, everybody probably wanna kill me or rob me, right? Which would probably be legitimate, right? But then he's not really from that. So when he run across some real gangsters and they spin his head off, this comes from someone who had the chance, the money, the resources, the access to knowledge and information and wisdom to make sure her son was anything but a street dude. But instead, she brought him around the strip club. She brought him around all these things. She on the gram twerking in front of him, right? I'll, shoot, I think at this point, if he don't grow up a thug, he gonna grow up to be another word that kind of slick rhymes with thug you can figure it out put an a in there and you know you, you'll figure it out because that's what happens to these young black boys it's, it's it's like no matter what their career choice is that's different but their personality their mentality is either thug or get away from the black culture or thug with an a and you you figure out what i'm trying to say you know what i'm saying you ever seen a rainbow in the sky yeah so anyways like i was saying you know um this is what happens this is what happens to these young black boys nowadays with their moms being all over social media feeling the need to say all this crazy stuff and do all this crazy stuff and what do you think because he's a kid he's, he's stupid he's never gonna peep it out he's never gonna go back and look up his mom I can only imagine if I could look at my mom and dad, I would be Googling them all the time. What did my dad was talking about when he was this age? I want to see what he was doing. They're going to be looking these parents up in the, in the sun. And that's why I always talk to you guys and tell you guys, what do I say? We are a guinea pig lab rat generation. We are doing things 
new that we've never seen done before. We have no examples. We have nothing to go off of. And instead of trying to walk through this thing and tiptoe through it and take it slowly and say, well, you know what? Let me at least preserve myself. Maybe the next generation can have fun with it, but let me preserve myself. No, we're jumping out there all willy-nilly. Now, the beautiful thing is the next generation, hopefully they'll wake up and be like, I'm not going to do what my parents did with the social media thing. They destroyed their futures. They destroyed my brain. I had to literally take these things out of my head, whatever, right? Then I want you to, to, to peep. Who is she sitting up there talking to? The gay black boy. He over there. He over there egging it on. He over there with her. You know, and I will I will give the interviewer this credit, the gay guy, that he seemed kind of appalled. Like, you know, and it's to the point where, in my opinion, if you could shock a gay person, I, I mean, you might want to take a, a, a reality check. You know, I mean, if you could shock a gay person, I mean, gay people see things that I'm pretty sure there's things that go on, especially in the black gay community uh, that only they know about. Like, if you don't go over there with them, you won't even know. They, I mean, to shock a gay man, a gay black man in 2022 is just, you should probably wake up, right? Because even they're looking at black, they don't want to say it because they admire them and they worship them and they literally strive to be them, right? They want to be Jada Waiter. Matter of fact, actually, when I was looking that clip up, the first video that popped up was of some gay rapper who made a song saying that he wants to be Jada Waiter. That was the first video that pops up on, on YouTube when I put in I put in Jada Waiter and I couldn't find the clip that I just played so I had to go back and put Jada Waiter and I think I put Jada, what did I put? Jada Waiter, uh, Hood Dudes or something like that, right? You know, these women, oh, before I forget, the reason why the, these, these women these days want uglier dudes is this is almost a control thing. I want you to think of it the same reason why certain men might go for certain kinds of women because these they, they know those women are more vulnerable. They're more likely to have more lower self-esteem. They're more likely to just be happy to just even be around you, right? They know that this girl is going to be not really an equal partner, but a fan. They're looking for a fan club. They're intimidated by men that literally in their most naturalist form just, just naturally is beating you and something that you're paying to do, which is beauty, right? I will talk more about this, but I know how they'll try to attack me for talking about this thing. But what I will say is that you'll have a man whose skin looks good because he just drinks water and wears lotion. He'll have his hair down his back because he's growing it out and he shampoos it every now and then. And it's his hair. And meanwhile, she's having to do all this extra stuff and it just bothers them that men are always winning. It just, it literally bothers them. So if they can win in one department, they're going to get a dude like that, right? They'll tell you, no, it's because they're they're nicer. No, it's because you want a fan. You want somebody, you, 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 that you're so in a competitive mode with men that you would think that I would even look down on you just because maybe my skin is clearer than yours. <laughs> you know, men are so loving and so nice that even though the main thing that attracts us to women is their looks, we always settle for their looks. We'll settle for acne and hair that is not in good quality. We settle for their looks all the time. They can't settle for the things that they like. They, they like us for our status and power, but if we don't have the most that we can have of that, they don't want us. But if you, you know, you got a little couple pimples and, you know, your, your, your boobs do kind of go one way and then the right one go to the left and the left one go to the right and they don't like each other the boobs over there and they they, they, they don't get along right and you, you got a little cellulite a little stretch mark we look past that even rich men look past that they don't ever look past us I want you to men just keep that in your head right keep that in your I'm not saying what to do and not to do about that I'm just saying keep that in your head right so you know my whole thing is my whole, my whole, I, I just got back onto Instagram and I, I was just, I thought it was over, man. But it's like, I just, I think black women need to stay off social media for like a couple years. And, 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 and honestly, that would be more beneficial to them than any of us. Because these conversations that are being sparked are so useless. And it's such a distraction and it's such a waste of time, but we feel like we have to have them because we're constantly having this stuff shoved down our throats. Now, 
what does this tell the little boy we've already discussed that what does this tell the grown man like i mean it's like jada wade is 20 something years old talking about she like this is why black women can't seem to get married bro this is why most of the all almost literally 90 percent of the white girls and spanish girls i grew up with literally 90 percent of them are married And I would say 80% of the black girls that I grew up with that went to the same schools as these white girls had the same opportunities, similar upbringings and backgrounds, good parents, two house, two parent household. 80% of them are single. 80% of them are baby mamas. And I'm not judging them or making fun of them for it. And like I was telling my boy Rico the other day, the only black guys that I grew up with that are single are the ones like me and the other ones that are single, the ones who who spent their early 20s messing around with black girls because we wanted to be pro-black and all this other stuff rather than just being open-minded. Like I've told you guys before in one episode where I literally had a great white girl in my life. And like a fool, and I, I don't regret it because, you know, I'm onto different things, whatever, but like a fool... I literally rejected her, right? Even though it was everything was going good, I, because I can't marry a white woman. This is why you never grow up. I see it all the time. I see it. We see it all the time. We see women, black women, that are in their thirties, forties, that speak just like Jada Waiter. And some of these black women, what, what bothers me is these aren't hood girls. I need you guys to hear me. These are girls who have educations and money and things like that. You don't think the white girl, the Spanish girl, they didn't go through a phase where they like the bad boys of their race or whatever community they grew up in? Oh, of course. Of course. But let me tell you something. They dropped that phase by the time they're 21. They will drop that phase by the time they are 21 because they know they can't marry that. See, and this is why it's just a woman was like, why, why even talk about it? Do black women really care about marriage? It's clearly not a priority to them. See, we could tell who we, you know how we know it's not a priority to them? And you'll never understand black women fully until you really let them talk. You date them. You don't date them. But really, when you step out, when you step out, whether it's platonically or romantically, or you just simply just move to a new area, that's when you really start to realize a lot of things about black women. I was, matter of fact, I was talking about this the other day. I was telling somebody, I was like, you know, my ex, the one from Chicago, she was mean. She was mean even to me. But when we were together, I didn't notice that. Even though, yes, I had dated other races of women before her, it had been a while, you know? Um... Kind of, not really, actually, no. Because the girl before her was Spanish and the girl before her was that white girl I was just telling you about. But anyways, but still, right? I, and then when I came out of it and went somewhere else, I realized how mean she was. I was like, dang, why was I letting her talk to me like that? I didn't even realize that I was letting this woman talk to me in ways that was just like crazy, right? So basically, you know, this is why you have to grow up. You got to grow up. You know, you're chasing after the streets. These girls these days are getting smoked. And it's not just about the streets. I want you to understand that. It's, even, when, even when I listen to black women describe what they want in men in general, even when they don't want a street dude, even the black girl, even the, those black girls who, who the last thing they want is a street dude, right? The way I listen to black women in general talk about men and the men that they want versus the way I talk, uh, listen to other races of women or other cultures of women that might be black, but not from this typical Americanized culture. You know, it's just different. First of all, Americanized black women are very negative. They're, they can they can tell you what they're not going to do, what they're not going to deal with. I don't want no, I don't want ma'am. I ask you what you want. The one thing I will respect about Jada Wade is in that, in that conversation, when he asked her, what do you want? What do you want? What does a man have to be like? She going to, well, I don't want this and I don't want that. And that's such a usual, typical response. At least I will give her, at least we can respect that Jada Wade knows exactly what she wants. That's one thing I will give her credit for, right? That's her business. If she want to ride around with dudes who got guns because they got enemies and she get her hair blown off and leave her son behind because, you know, her being alive is not a priority. Her being horny is. Y'all don't hear me though. 
Her getting attention is. Y'all don't hear me though. Her being alive to make sure her son has a mother because her dad is because his dad is always on the road is not a priority. She don't mind that. Because see, you want to know why the white girl walk away from her 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 racist bad boy? And why the Spanish girl eventually gonna leave behind her racist bad boy? You wanna know why? It ain't cause they stop liking him or they get disgusted by them or nothing. Maybe they might grow into looking at it like that one day. It's just simply, first of all, they grow. They allow themselves to grow to the point where those type of things just can't attract them anymore. That's number one. Number two, it ain't about what they do or don't like. They put to the side. See, black men's problem is that they can't put to the side what they do or don't like for a sense of purpose and duty. Okay? Do you think the white girl just don't like Ricky from down the street who smokes cigarettes and is like, hey, baby, and all that and drives a big pickup truck and has always got a beer and he plays the guitar and has long hair and tattoos from his neck to his feet? You think she don't think he's attractive? Of course. But she starts to think about all the time she's going to have to stop what she's doing to bail him out of jail. All the time she's going to have to give him money. All the times that she's going to have to uh, call his mom because he's drunk again. All the times that he's going to crash the car and he's going to have to drive her car because he got drunk the other night and went drunk driving. She's thinking about all the times he might overdose. She's thinking about all the times... If they have kids, the kids might go into the room and find a pistol laying around or an open beer bottle and get drunk and not defect. She thinks about stuff like that, and that alone is enough for her to say, I might like him, but I have to do what's best, not what I want. Black women don't know how to kill their flesh. They don't know how to kill their own desire. That's because black women have become the most godless woman out here. You don't believe me? Just look around. Who else fights as much? The next one we're about to talk about is Tommy Lee. As soon as I typed in Tommy Lee on YouTube... It said Tommy Lee fights. Tommy Lee fights with her daughter. Okay? At some point, you have to stop going into what you think that you want. Because naturally, in some of our most natural forms, especially when we're still in an immature state, which is nothing wrong with it. We've all been there before. Some of us are still there. Right? What you want is not good for you. It's not good for your mom. It's not good for your dad. But you don't care. As long as you, ooh, I like me a dude. I keep a gun on him. And we see this all the time. Even in the movie Baby Boy, right? He said, Mama, why you all, why you like them thugs? She said, I need me a thug. I need me a thug to handle me. Right? What does this say about black women? That they need these roughneck men. I mean, what 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 is that about you? You should take that as an insult. What is so bad about you that you need a man like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not knocking the street dudes and saying they don't deserve women or I don't want to see them with women or nothing like that. But what I'm saying is that we lean so much into the destruction of our community and, and, and of our people. And what we don't even realize these days, it's not our people no more. Because I'm going to just say this word and I know a lot of Christians are not going to like it. But And even some of you brothers are not going to like it. But niggerism is what I call it N- yeah yeah I said it niggerism spreads everywhere these days okay it spreads like love I mean it's everywhere right love is in the air niggerism is in the wind and it's blowing all through every community that we see we got white niggas now we got Spanish niggas Asian niggas and I don't like that word it's an ugly word but you have to use ugly words to describe ugly things and that's an ugly thing is being a nigger you want to know the difference between a nigger and a and an e R1, a nigga chooses to be an ignorant fool. He likes it. He embraces it. He can't wait to show the world how much of a nigga he is. And women like that enable niggerism because they are some niggas themselves. And the real reason why you like hood dudes, Jada Waiter, and all you other black women who do is because you can't keep up with the real brothers. That's what it is. Hood dudes are easy. You throw him some head, you throw him some butt, and you're good. He gonna give you everything he got. He's a flashy dude, that hood dude. Yes, he is. And he gonna give you all the flash that you need. And you want the uglier looking one. Kevin Gates said it best himself. He said, you like me when I, when I, y'all like me when I'm fat and when I'm out here looking some type of way because you know that I'm soft. I don't care about myself. I'll do anything at that point. 
He that's what Kevin Gates said out of his own mouth when he lost all that weight. Everybody, why did you lose weight? I liked you when you had your belly. That's why you liked him when he had his belly, though. See? Because a woman, a woman in her truest sense is gonna want a man with some type of strength. She's gonna want a man that, that's sure of himself, right? But anyways, like I was saying, they like they like the projects, and when I say project, I don't mean like the hood, but they like that too. I mean the, the, the build-up projects, because that's the only thing that they can do. They can only take someone from the bottom and move them up a little bit more. They can't get someone on their level or above. Black women have already openly admitted in all realms of black women that they can't get men on their level. See, they take that and they say it with so much joy, like, we can't get men on our level. Like, we, they, Black women brag about a lot of stuff they need to really stop bragging about, right? But the truth of the matter is, that's an insult to you because other women don't seem to have any problem getting men on their level and matter of fact they're even taking the men that are on your level that are in your race so they're taking your men that's on your level too you don't want the men on your level because the men on your level will actually require some real substance and you really have built your whole brand off the backs of easy access to things affirmative action for all you so called educated sisters uh, and things like that that have given you little pushes and head starts in certain departments that other women don't get. Other men don't even get. Black women are some of the most privileged people in, this, in, in America simply for a lot of reasons. I mean, they're the only group of people that we're not allowed to talk about. Think about it. People down now, especially since Kanye said what he said, now we're all talking, talking about the Jews. I mean, Jews. Matt Walsh, Candace Owens, uh, all these other people, they talk openly about gays. But I'm telling you, there's one group, and I, and I described this this way. I said, imagine, this is what America's like, this is how America deals with black women. Imagine watching the news, right? And they're showing you something in the background. Something that's pretty bad, but you know, it's what it is. But if you look in the corner, there's something even worse going on, but they just won't address it. We have this big elephant in the room in America right now, in our culture. And remember, America is not just America no more. It's just like niggaism. It spreads all through the wind. It's, America is China. America is Brazil. America is Mexico. Canada, all these places are America. They follow our culture. They dress, they dress the way the trends that we set here follow the rest of the world. The mentalities that we allow here go throughout the rest of the world. That's why I have listeners all the way in Hungary. Yes, I looked at my warped today. I mean, my wrapped from Spotify. I have listeners all over the world, right? So that's why. Because everybody is going through this in their own way and can relate in their own way. Black women are the elephant in the room of America. They are the big thing. They're like a pandemic. They're running around. They're fighting men. They're literally fighting men. They're fighting each other. They're jumping each other. You just seen what happened with Shwan, uh, rest in peace to uh, Shanquella, right? They're, they're killing each other. They're shooting each other. They're going into restaurants that are family restaurants. And they're getting on a table and twerking. They're destroying property. We've, how many videos have we seen in the last three years alone of black women literally not getting something that they wanted at like a fast food restaurant and literally destroying the place? Destroying the place. Right? They are um, walking around just letting all of their flesh hang out. They're loud. They cannot be approached. They cannot be reproached. They're beyond reproach, actually. How are we not talking about black women in America? How is this not a subject? At what point do we say, hey, I know not every last one of them is like this. No. It's it's never everyone. But a lot of them are. And the things that they say are so destructive and toxic. And we think it's normal because we call it culture. Because I'm going to tell y'all something that y'all don't like to hear. Y'all not going to like to hear this one. But Jada Wade is saying that she likes men that carry guns in our hood would be no different, my brother, trust me when I tell you this, than if Kim Kardashian or some white female was to come out and say, I like men who carry uh, cocaine and meth on them and come from, you know, these wild white boy type lifestyles. 
with a child, bro. Say what you want to say. You can try to deny it just to keep a narrative all you want. But all of us would be would be having some type of judgmental eyes for that white woman. You said you're like, what? Why would you like that? As a grown woman, what are you talking about? But when it's us, we just be like, oh, that's her preference. That's what she like. That's what she like. They'll shame me and say, well, you just mad because you're not the type of guy that she like. I don't care if Jada Wade or any of these black girls that are like that would like me or not. You know, and I would highly advise you black men stop caring what black women like about you and don't like about you. Because if you follow behind what the average black woman likes, either one or two things, you're going to end up dead or in jail. She will move on. But you will end up dead or in jail. Rest in peace, King Von. Y'all don't hear me, though. Mind you, his girlfriend said the same thing. His girlfriend actually went a step further. She said she don't date nobody who ain't ever killed nobody. That's what Asian Doll or the brat, whatever her name is, said. You know where her ex-boyfriend is right now? He's dead. He's dead. You want to know what she's doing right now? She's moved on. She has moved on. I love this dude, and I think we all do too, and I'm saying this with all respect. Where's, where's the good brother, Nipsey Hussle? See, you follow behind the validation of black women. They'll make you want to keep being that way. And you know how I noticed? Because when I've dated other races of women, I feel like I can't do that stuff, man. I know they'll leave me. But I know the black girl, she get turned on when I get a little loud with somebody. She get turned on when I, what's up, bro? What y'all niggas trying to do? Right? She gets turned on by that. That turns her on. Me putting my life and freedom at risk over a stupid situation turns on girls like Jada Waiter. And there's a million girls like Jada Waiter. It literally turns them on. That's why I said she doesn't, that's why I said your black woman doesn't love you. Because when you walk away from the hood loving type black girls and you go to these so-called educated sisters, the good girls, right? She will just leave you drained. She's going to drain you of all your resources. She's going to shame you into thinking that your life, you were put on this earth to provide solely for her. She's your number one priority. She basically is your God. That's what the educated black woman who doesn't even want a street dude would want to drain you. Now, once again, you have black girls that are not like that. I have to say that. But you have so many of them. At what point do we talk about telling black men? I'm not saying leave black women behind. I'm just saying if you have the option, a lot of y'all don't have the option. But if you do, would it hurt you to try it out? Especially if you don't have kids yet. <laughs> You've been saved by the bell, okay? Like, because getting with them at this point is detrimental to our culture and society. I'm, I'm a firm believer, and a lot of people don't like when I say that, but I think black women need some alone time for a couple of, I, I think for at least a generation. But, you know, I think overall, black women, they need to be, they need to feel it. They need to see, okay. Yeah, and that's why I say black men don't care what they think about you. Caring what black women think about you will literally destroy you. I promise you it will. Trust me. Take it from, I'm not telling you this because I'm, I'm telling you from experience, my brothers. I'm telling you this from experience and observation from black men that are rich, some that are poor, some that are hood, some that are good, some that are right in between doing what they need to be doing. And I'm telling you all around, I've seen it happen a million times. Stop caring. And I made a hub so you can find it somewhere down, somewhere down, down, down. I got over maybe 600,000 episodes. But if you find it, you'll be blessed. I'm telling you, I've been saying this for a while. We have to, at the bare minimum, stop caring what they think. Because what they think is detrimental to who we are as citizens and who we are as godsons, who we are as men, who we are as Hebrews, whatever you think we are from a positive outlook, the mentality of black women will only drain you. Because, you know, and here's what they'll do. And here's what black women do do. A lot of them. They'll run for a while chasing after you in that way. So you'll keep making sure you're that type of way. And then they'll grow up finally at some point. And when they do, they'll leave you behind. And now you have a felony. You got enemies. You then went out there and made sure that you amplified your street life just a little bit more than you probably would have naturally to attract these kind of girls. And when I look at these girls a lot of times, the Jada Wade is, yes, like I said earlier, Jada Wade is not ugly, but uh, you, you think I should risk my life 
or maintain a certain lifestyle to get a girl like that? You ain't seen any girls out uh, any girls out here, do you think? Like to get a man, man what? Man, come on, no. So this is detrimental, man. Like black women they need to stay off social media, dude. Like it's it's you need to stay off social media, black women. I'm telling you. If you care about your image, if you are tired of all these podcasts about you, if you're tired of all these stereotypes, stay off social media. That's where people like me, you don't like all these people that you don't like that talk about you or whatever. Where do you think we get our content from? I mean, it's daily. I mean, I, I told somebody one time, I said, bro, if I wanted to, I could make an episode about black women every hour of the hour because it's just too much content. Every time I think, okay, ah, dang, it's a slow news day. Bam, another one does something, whether it's a random black woman or a celebrity. Another one will do, they're, they're going to do something. It's inevitable. And what you don't realize is you've become the circus of America. You are the entertainment. People are sitting back. Other people look at you and they laugh. That's why nobody's stopping you. Have you noticed that? Every other group of people get stopped. When black men do things, we get stopped. When white women do things, they get stopped. When white men do things, they get stopped. Come on now, y'all don't hear me though. When gay people do things, even they get stopped. Nobody's stopping you. And the people who are trying to stop you, I mean, we're not really making much headway, obviously. Kevin Samuels wanted you married and in shape and wanted you married to a man that you could actually get. And you laughed at him when he died. I mean, Kevin Samuels' death was made fun of more than Osama bin Laden. American citizens didn't celebrate Osama bin Laden's death as much as black women celebrated Kevin Samuel's death. Osama bin Laden, a mass murderer. Kevin Samuels, a guy on Instagram telling black women to lose weight and maybe open their horizons of the type of men that they think that they want or they can get. He, if you followed what he was telling you to do, where would you end up? See, you celebrate Jada Waiters and women like her all day. But if you follow Jada Waiter, where will you end up? Let's look at it. Kevin Samuels, you end up, you follow what he says, you end up married. You end up having children with the man you married. You end up moving away from reproach. Right? You end up moving away from reproach. You end up happy. You end up in shape. You're healthy. That means you're healthy. You look good. All of that. You follow Jada Waiter, you're a single mom, reliant upon Instagram views and likes, reliant upon money to keep you happy and make you feel like you actually did something in life, right? And a 50-50 chance of getting your head blown off riding around with these dudes who you enable to, to literally ruin their lives. How do you How can you say you love black men when so many of you guys either are draining us a or B enabling us to ruin our lives I'm going to just admit it I'll just say the truth men are always going men are supposed to lead women but they're always going to follow behind women they're always going to do so but but, and there's nothing wrong with that if the woman is I'm not going to use the word leading but guiding you or enabling you or advising you that's really what a woman's supposed to do is advising you into positive paths there's nothing wrong with changing your men Hear me, it's not simping. It's nothing wrong with changing your life for a woman that you fall in love with. But what are you changing your life to do? You change your life to go to church? Or she bring you to the club? Hallelujah, come on, get amen. Okay, you're not a Christian? Fine, fine, okay, cool. I can't force that on you. Right, you should force it on yourself, but okay, whatever. Is she bringing you to, like, what is she bringing you to do? You have some women who come in your life and they bring out a side of you that is great. You know you have to be a certain kind of way to keep that girl so you lean more into that good part of you to the point where one day you wake up you realize there is no bad part to you no more because you're not watering those weeds anymore. You're watering flowers. Come on now. Some girls will have you out here literally tending to the weeds in your yard. And some girls will have you out here tending to the flowers. A Jada Waiter will have you tending to the weeds. A Jada Waiter will have you tending to the weeds in your garden and ignoring your flowers, ignoring your vegetables and fruits that you've been growing. Either you'll be getting in with them or you'll be depressed that you're not. 
and that will take that depression will take you away from your focus on on being a better man, but maybe a better woman anyway, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, in every way. Financially, I don't want to say financially. I don't mean more money. I just mean better ways of spending it. Have a girl who don't put pressure on you to buy her a Birkin bag. If anything, she puts pressure on you to invest your money, right? Which will make you more money, make her money, make the kids more money. Everybody wins. Only she wins when you buy her a Benz truck. Only she wins when you buy her a Birkin bag. Only she wins when you've you seen the rappers. Yeah, I love her. I mean, I get my girl all that money. Only she wins when you do that. Black girls want you to give, 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 give them. And that's going to go into our next episode. So I want you, if you haven't already done it, right, to go listen to the next episode. That's the one we're about to get into now with Tommy Lee. Because that's what they want you to do is give, 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 give. And I don't just mean money. I mean everything. I mean everything. And what do you get out of it? You get a used up woman who has so many soul ties to dudes who will literally kill you. It's not even, I mean, literally dating a woman like Jada Wada, an Asian dog, it is literally dangerous. You are literally walking in flames, my friend. It is dangerous. The type of men that these women are associated with will kill you. Rest in peace to the brother Trouble. Mm. He was messing with a Jada Wada type girl when he got killed in her apartment by her ex-boyfriend who was also a known street dude in Atlanta. This just happened about two months ago. We lost one of our legends here in Atlanta over a woman just like Jada Wader. And I bet money she gonna go move on. The dude who killed Trouble, he's locked up. Trouble, he's dead. The black girl who was involved, I think she's a rapper too. I think her name was Ruby Rose or something like that. Get where she's at. She moved on. She's moved on. And she's going to go and ruin two more street dudes' lives and two more street dudes' lives and two more street dudes' lives until she just can't no more, bro. See, the problem black women have when it comes to dating and things like that, they run their clock up. It, it, metaphorically, it, it'd be like a basketball team that literally waits till the last couple of minutes in a game to actually turn up. Like, where was all this energy the first, you know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Now that we down here in the last minute of the game, you're losing. Look at the scoreboard. I mean, you literally don't have any way. Now you want to go hard. Now you want to start doing all the tricks and running all these crazy plays. Now you want to use your energy. You're on a clock. As it, I mean, you know, and, and I'm, uh, yeah, speaking of Kevin Sam, he used to say it all the time, but it's true. You're on a clock. You can't, you're not always going to be this hot young thing. You're on a clock. Y'all don't preserve yourself, so your clock is actually shorter than the next woman. Yeah, your clock is shorter. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, man. I'm telling you, we have to wake up to this type of stuff, man. This is detrimental. Don't sleep on it. Don't think, oh, well, that's just those type of girls, because it can go both ways. We can, like, I can make a whole other episode right now just telling you about the other side of it too but we're just going to talk about this side because it's so prevalent we keep seeing posts like this we keep seeing it we've been seeing it for decades though it's nothing new it just they didn't have social media when we were growing we heard our aunties saying stuff like that we heard our big sis saying stuff like that but now we see it everywhere and this is why I want them to get off social media you're lucky I'm not a dictator I would ban y'all from social media I'm serious most of you at least because what you're doing is detrimental to you and one day you'll regret it and if nobody's going to stop you then you need to be stopped if you're not going to stop yourself then you need to be stopped it is what it is you have to stop everything even if you think it okay cool everything don't need to be put on the internet it's detrimental even me when I make some of these episodes I have to be very careful about the message that I push because I know some people could take it the wrong way and they could take it and go use it against black women. I don't want to see black men out here hurting black women. I don't want black men to just automatically just give up on dating them if that's what y'all are into. 
I just feel like you should open your options because limiting yourself to these to these people is very limiting. It's very limiting. And they don't want the best for us. Here's what's crazy. And here's where I'm going to leave you black men. I want you guys to hear what I'm about to say. All this hood and, and stuff that they require from you, black women, and even on the flip side for the so-called good women, all this money and education and stuff like that you have to have to get with them. Let me tell you some real stuff, bro. They don't require that when they finally decide to leave the race. When they go over there and they get with Chad and Brad, they don't require him to carry no gun. He don't got to come from no background. He ain't got to have tattoos. He don't got to be six foot, six foot uh, three with a 20 inch penis. He don't got to have none of that. All he got to do is be white. That's it. He can be the guy that you wish you could be around black women, which is himself. <laughs> he don't have to be a character. Mm-hmm. A lot of black men don't want to admit it, but you are literally, you, you, you just been playing this role for so long. You think it's who you are. Your grandma know the real you. But we ain't gonna talk about that, right? When she go get with Enrique and and, and uh and uh what's another Spanish man name? I don't know. Rodriguez and them, Fernando and them, she don't require that from them either. When she finally decide after she's done ran through every black man she can, never took accountability and why the relationships didn't work, bragged about how she I don't miss none of my ex, I don't know. I cut him out. I did after she done got two kids in full. And she, she, and she go watch a couple Cynthia G videos on YouTube. She go run out there to the white man, Spanish man, Asian man, and she don't require those things from him. You have to be perfect. You have to be a street dude with an education, with a gun, with a Bible. You have to be this perfect man for her. But she does not require that from anyone else. And I'll tell you the truth too. It's something a lot of them not going to like to hear, but it's true. You are not required to be that way when you date out. I promise you, you get to be yourself for the first time in your life. For the first time in your life, you can just breathe. You can make a corny joke. You can make a corny dance move. You can admit that you like to watch this TV show. You can watch whatever you want to watch. You can be yourself. You can't be yourself with black women. You have to be this image that's beneficial to them, that turns them on or gives them things. That's it. You can't be yourself. White women will look at you crazy. I'm telling you, bro, take it from someone who's dated them, someone who has watched brothers who stick to them, and not just white girls, but just non-black women or at least non-American black women. You know what I'm saying? And when they date these these other types of girls. I watched one of my homeboys change, and I, I thought I was like, "Man, what happened to him?" And I'm like, "I could, and I used to make fun of him, like in my brain about it, but now, you know, he has a house, he has kids, he has a family, right? Uh, he seems very happy. We know the last time he'd been to jail or anything like that, or had somebody turn. Never, bro, ain't never been to jail a day in his life." You have to, you have to, you have to expand your horizons. Trust me, because let me tell you some real stuff. And a lot of black, a lot of black girls hate me for this message for this episode. But truth be told, bro, they're not going to stop for you. When she decides she wants to expand her horizons, she will. She will. And a lot of pro black black girls who may not necessarily like to see black men dead inside their race or prefer it, but they understand that at this point, bro, can you blame somebody? I mean, you're confined dealing with these women. I mean, you're literally like, it's like being in a cage. Okay, so you might be a genuine street dude, but do you really think you're going to want to be like that forever? And when you decide that you want to be a Christian, you want to be a real man, you want to learn how to fish, you want to learn how to chop wood and stuff like that, but she's going to leave you. She's never going to grow out of that phase until it's too late. You're going to be a street dude to the day you die if you have to date these girls, man. Get with a girl who will take you out of that. She'll bring you around some, some good people. Y'all go whitewater rafting and do cool, fun stuff. Stuff that you can actually post on your Instagram and send to your dad and your mom. You know how cool it is to live a great life of freedom? You no longer have to live in these different realms where you go around these people, you got to be this way. No, you can be the same guy everywhere you go. And so many of you black men don't even realize 
that you're not the same guy everywhere you go. And it's not until you finally decide to stop living your life for black women until you realize that, man. You wake up, you're like, dang, look at all this stuff I could have been. I got a homeboy, he's married to a black woman. And he, he seems happy, I, I, I'll give him that. But I've noticed something about him. He's a hood dude. But he's grown out of a lot of the activities of hood dude. He's still always going to be who he is. And I'm never going to knock somebody for being who they are. That's what you grew up at. But every time he goes out of town with her, you know where he like to go? And you want to know where he likes to go? He likes to go to the hood. And I can't help but think to myself, right? If he was with a non-black woman or a black woman that's not like these typical ones, what? how much more of New York could he have seen? You know, we have to start to think to ourselves, I want black men to start doing cool things, man. Stop thinking that your life has to be confined by the things that these black women find attractive. Because either you're going to be doing things that are destructive and can get you in some type of trouble and your family and everybody around you in trouble, or they're just going to drain you of all your energy and all your resources because they put themselves up above you like you have to literally live your lives for them. Not even for your kids, not even for yourself, not even for your business, but for them. Okay? And, you know, and let me tell you something, man. If these women, these women, they will not stop what they're doing for you. If they want to go to the other races, let me tell you something, brother. When they when they go to the other races, they don't require these things from these other races. They don't require them to be all tatted up in all hood and have all these things going on. They don't require that. And I'm going to tell you the truth, too. Brother, you might not want to hear this, but the other races of women don't require those things from you. You get to actually go out there and be somebody. You get to actually go out there and for the first time in your life, breathe and be yourself. And that's something a lot of you guys have never experienced. And a lot of you guys, unfortunately, are going to die like that because you're going to be you're too consumed by what Dr. Umar Johnson and people like him think, men like him think and what these black women think. Right. And they, they're trying to shame you into literally wasting your life dealing with them. Literally wasting your life dealing with the most immature group of women that's out here right now. Right. Rather than saying, you know, I'm not saying write them off completely. But let me just at least open my horizons because trust me, they will not hesitate to do it to you. They will drain you for 10, 15 years. They'll run around with every single one of your friends and all your peers. And then when they get tired and they grow up out of it, they'll go get with the most plain Jane white boy or Spanish boy that they can get. When they did it, you, you had to be all these things. Hollywood knows it. That's why the only time you see a black woman with a black man on TV, he's either toxic and detrimental or he's dang near perfect. Some type of image of a black man that's very hard to be. Besides that, she's everywhere else except for with a normal. You can't find realistic looking, positive, healthy black relationships in Hollywood on TV and in movies. Because even Hollywood knows that. Even Hollywood knows it. Okay, I'm telling you, like the freedom that you get, the growth, the productivity, you know, it's like they say, you know, you will become who you hang around. Right. So if you hang around this hood girl or this black girl with all these weird demands that these so-called educated, good black women that y'all think are so good demand from you, these things don't make you a better man. Because see, let me tell you what the educated black woman do. She'll build you up. Yeah, you'll go to around her. You'll know you have to have a degree. You got to go to the gym. You got to have all these things. But what she'll do is she'll take all these things from you. So it does. It's it's like it's still unproductive, right? It's still unproductive. And I need you guys to wake up and realize that you're being trapped. It's confining. You get nothing out of it. Nothing productive. You want to live a life where you can show everybody. Some of y'all don't even realize you're a character. You have to literally go around and, and go and be different people because of this person that you are. When you can live a life of freedom where you can show everybody everything. There ain't no, you got to live a life where you can walk in light. Everything that you do, you can dang there show somebody. Dealing with these girls, you can't. You don't want them to know all the L's you're taking behind closed doors. Buying them a bunch of stuff that has no value. That's what black women want from you. A bunch of stuff that has no value. Because they're low value these days. Most of them. At some point, we have to wake up. At some point, we have to realize the detriment of consistently. Because we're talking about how they enable us, but we're enabling them as well. 
Every time we don't speak on these things and don't have these conversations, every single time that we go out there and we do that, we enable them as well. We Every time we like their picture, follow them, anything, we enable them as well. We, we make them feel like, oh, look, my man approves of it. When I say my man, I don't mean the boyfriend. I mean black men. We're enablers as well. We have to move away because this is a broken group of people who do not want to be fixed. They are literally basking in the glory of their brokenness. They love it. They use it. It makes them money. It gives them an identity. It gives them some type of purpose. It's a broken group of people. And I would love to be a part of their healing process. But I personally feel like this people is so far gone because we've allowed them to because we don't talk about them. Like I said, they're the elephant in the room of America. To me, in my opinion, they're so far gone, there's nothing that we can do. There's literally nothing that we can do except for kind of fall back. They need some time alone. They need some time alone. I don't know if they need to be alone. They just need, they don't need to be with us. Because they don't have no respect for us. And a lot of that is, is our fault. But that doesn't make it right. That doesn't mean just because it's your fault you don't sit in it. Right? Had a homegirl once tell me that she got kidnapped by her boyfriend and he beat her up for like two weeks straight. I said, why you ain't doing that? You want me to do something? You need some help? Like, what's going on, right? She tell me, you know she tell me? Well, I feel like I deserve it. I said, why? She said, well, my last boyfriend, I did the same thing to him. Okay, so just because you do something or you feel like that don't mean you have to sit in that. So yes, did black men do things to lose black women's respect? Of course we did. That don't mean we have to sit here and keep tolerating it. Because first of all, my generation is not the one that lost your respect. The last one was. I'm not going to deal with it. I don't care. See, a lot of people will say I'm a coon, I'm a sellout, things like that. No, what I am is I'm a black man who was bold enough to say I don't care anymore. If they're going to call me gay, fine. If they're going to call me self-hatred, cool. How could it be self-hatred? Let's talk about the self-hatred. And they say black men who don't like black women, he hates himself. No, when you look at the current and consistent ways of black women, for me to make you my preference would be self-hatred. I would hate, I have to hate myself to make you my preference. Someone who literally would tell me that they wouldn't want me if I don't carry guns and I don't come from a certain background. I can't be a normal guy with you. I can't just like to watch cartoons or like to just go to the gym or go to church. I have to be a dangerous person to be with you. That's self-hatred. <laughs> what is self, what do you mean? Self-love would be leaving you alone. Because either you're going to make me into this hood dude or allow me to be this hood dude and encourage it, right? And back it up and sponsor it. Or you're going to drain me of all the great things I have accomplished and do. And all the positivity that I do have. So at that point, self-love would actually look like me walking away. And going somewhere where I can be myself and whatever that means, right? And where I'm not demanded and required to be a character all day. Because when you look at hood dudes, hood people, the people who literally live their lives to just be that and they don't have any other facet about themselves, which I believe they do, they just don't show it. Um, it's a character. You see these dudes walking down the street, hip-hopping and walking down, yeah, what's up, bro? What up, yeah, homie, what up, man? It's a character, bro. You pray like that? You, you, and your brain, is that, is that a voice in your brain? If it is, you need to get checked out, man. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out, man. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs>